at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, before we speak to Victor, let's start first getting the thoughts of Ashfaq Mohammed. He's been uh, joining us, has been kind enough to join us over the past few weeks of Super Rugby Unlocked and Curry and Culling Curry Cup. And we want to wrap it up now with him, uh, the Cape Sports Editor. Ashfaq, good evening. Thanks again for always being available to speak to us on SAFM. Hi, Tabisa. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You've been covering the Bulls extensively since Super Rugby Unlocked. Would you say the best team won Culling Curry Cup for you? I would have to say overall, yes, uh, Tabisa. You know, they played some wonderful rugby at times and they managed to keep a consistent team going. But with that also, uh, as Jake said, after the final, uh, using the reserves to a great extent to help them out, you know, especially with the COVID situation in the country. Sometimes players uh, were tested positive and they couldn't play and it could bring in the, the new guys as well just to maintain the momentum and they did that very successfully. Yes, I actually heard you guys speak to him in that uh, in that post-match press conference and the bench came through for him in the final. But what was interesting was that he said he had been planning, planning, planning and giving the bench some minutes throughout the campaign, knowing that eventually they'll come through for him. Yeah, it was a big call, you know, Tabisa, because at that stage, about uh, 20 minutes left, uh, they were 99 down and it looked like the game was over and done with, you know, the Curry Cup was going to go to Durban. And he just threw on the bench there and probably the loss at all of the dice. And uh, although he would have hoped that they can make their impact, I would have thought that, um, you know, there wasn't much hope really. But uh, they pulled through for him, you know, the way they came back into the game. The fours got stuck in Anabota. One of the reserves came in and scored the try. Uh, Chris Smith uh, kicked a penalty. Then he missed one right on the water. They would have clinched it before extra time. But then... In the end, they managed to, to win it in, in extra time with a second try from Anabota. So they brought a real energy, you know, in the first half. I asked Jake about that. We have felt that the Bulls were just so lethargic in, in the first 40 minutes. Almost like, you know, they weren't ready to play with the Sharks. were so uh, busy and, and, and hitting them back in the, in the rucks. And with a rush defense, it worked a treat. And the Bulls were just totally out of their rhythm. So it was a great escape. But if you look at the season overall, I think the Bulls was the best team. And just on the Sharks, you've touched on them. Where did they let it sleep after leading 9-9 at some stage? Yeah, you see, for me, the Sharks are such a frustrating uh, team at times, to be so, because they can play wonderful rugby. They've got amazing backs in particular, who I think can set the world alight. And they did in the, if you think back to the initial 2020 Super Rugby tournament where they topped the log and it was cancelled because of COVID-19. They scored some amazing tries in that time and played with what and with their backs. But in this Curry Cup, I guess it's probably had to do a bit with the weather as well. Durban, very humid, and, and then in the high felt it was hot. So they opted to base their whole game around the, uh, around the kicking game. And, you know, not playing in their half and kicking downfield and up and unders. And I think they missed a trick there. They should have taken the bulls on more with ball in hand and bring the guys like Yao Penke and, and Sabun Kosi more into the game with ball in hand. And, and then looking, looking at the two coaches, I mean, did experience eventually win it for the Bulls who have Jake White, a proven winner, while uh, the Sharks have Sean Averett, uh, an, an up-and-coming coach that's already proving himself? Yeah, they certainly played a role to be. So, you know, Jake White is a streetwise coach. He's been around the block many times. He's been all over the world as well, coaching France, Japan, Australia, and, and of course, South Africa. So, so he knows how to build a team, what's required, the key positions. I mean, recruiting someone like Dwayne from Yellen, 
uh, great uh, leader to have that number eight. Amorne Stein came back from France. People thought he was 35 at the time. There's no way he's going to play much of a role. And he was one of the best Bulls players this season. Even Fanseo also rediscovering his spark, uh, uh, you know, uh, former Springboks come off. And now, certainly based on that season, he would be back in the mix there as well. So some crucial signings that, that Jake White made as well uh, before the tournament started. The Ivan Fansel revival, can we, how much credit can we give to Afuri Dupree there? A lot, a lot. We know Afuri Dupree, the, the master, Skramov, you know, uh, marshaled the, the Springbok backline for many years. And just uh, the subtle things, you know, as uh, we interviewed Ivan a few times over the season, and he spoke about just a small kind of things that, that they would train him and Embrus Fapir would train with Afuri Dupree on. You know, you can see the improvement in his game. His box kicks are so much more accurate, and he doesn't just kick for the sake of kicking. You know, it's almost like another attacking weapon. He gets the right height, the right distance on it. His service for me has improved immeasurably. Now he doesn't take a step first before he passes, which is the worst kind of thing that the scrum off can do. He gets it straight out from the ruck, and that gives the backline space to maneuver. Some Ashfaq have been saying that the quality of rugby of the, of the rugby during these competitions was not that good. You've covered it extensively from Super Rugby Unlocked to the Curry Cup final now. Um, do you agree? Do you think those sentiments are justified? I, I agree in terms of the Desmond great quality, but I don't know if it's so justified because we've got to remember the whole scenario at the moment, not only in sport and rugby, but society as a whole. All our lives have just been messed up upside down with this COVID-19, you know. Just nothing is normal anymore. We have you heard the Karika final of the previous year taking place in January of the next year. <laughs> it's just totally unheard of. Now imagine you must go to training every day on a hot uh, summer's day in Pretoria. Uh, uh, you know, and, and sometimes you don't even have the full team because of COVID. So initially they're training groups in the pre-season, so they couldn't have proper fitness sessions. And, and, and playing in the heat, you know, uh, on the IFL, uh, just so difficult. You know, everything was just so difficult. The team really couldn't train except for a for a Wednesday and a Thursday, and then they must play on the Saturday. So, you know, it was tough, and that were certainly contributing factors to the quality of, of the rugby. And um, any players that stood out for you during this tournament? Look, from from the Bulls, uh, uh, certainly quite a few new names. Kirtley Arons, uh, Blitzbox star, he was so impressive. Eh? That guy has got magic feet. He's mm-hmm. almost like another Jason Colby, the way he can step in. He's got incredible pace. Sedman Hans, uh, the outside centre also. Kono Hendricks, uh, the veteran, coming back into a new position inside centre. He was man of the match in the semi-final and final. So for me, at the Bulls, those are the standouts. Cohen Bosch, of course, with his long-range kicking, although it let him down in the final. Unfortunately, the biggest game of the season. But he kicks some monster kicks as well. Franz Stein, the old horse, also kicking some amazing kicks there. So yeah, uh, we had we had a few highlights. It wasn't certainly wasn't all doom and gloom. Colonel Hendricks, I had the questions to Jake White. A lot of people believe that he should be getting back into the box setup. Do you see that happening? It's a tough call. Like uh, Colonel's done incredibly well. You know, for, from where he was in the whole hot condition, not having a contact, the Bulls gave him an opportunity. He played wing initially, and then when Jake came in, Jake made him an inside centre, and he's done amazing. But, you know, there's a lot of competition uh, at inside centre at the box. Damien the Islander, of course, the incumbent from the World Cup, under Isaiason was superb for the Sharks in last year's Super Rugby initially before he went to England. Uh, you know, so I would say they, those are the two front runners. But certainly in a greater squad, Corner uh, Enix would be a, a good inclusion there, uh, you know, just to have that experience as well. 
And finally, before we go to Victor Matfield, who's on the line, what do the Sharks take out of this campaign? Ashfaq, they were one of the teams had a seat by COVID. You mentioned that they were doing so well uh, in the original Super Rugby before it was halted. They've managed to get to the final of the Kalinkari Cup despite their challenges. What positives do they take here? I can think they can, uh, they can take a lot out of the, how the pack performed. You know, they don't have many big names in the front eight, uh, but they stood up to, to most of the packs, were competitive in the scrums, you know, despite uh, missing out on Thomas the toy for, for quite a few games in the Scurry Cup in particular. You know, Oxen Chairs made the move from the Cheetahs and he's done brilliantly. They have a number of young hookers coming through, like in the final phase in Bata. He started there. Uh, this JJ found a mess. Uh, uh, at lock front lock he's a giant he's still a baby I think he's only 20 years old but he was superb in the final as well and of course guys like Sukumbuzo Noche uh, number 8 performing brilliantly so there's a lot of positives in in that forward but for me I still want to see more from the backline I want to see how the backline played in the initial Super Rugby that needs to be the way forward for the Sharks Okay, great stuff Ashfaq always a pleasure talking to you thanks for always taking our call Thanks, Tabiso. Thank you, Cape Sports editor Ashfak. Also, that 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 the scrum off, that's that those scrum offs at the Sharks now. Jaden Hendricks and Saneleno Amba, they're gonna be fighting for that jersey like Ivan and Ambrose Papir did at the Bulls. And talking about the Bulls, we welcome the legend himself, Mr. Victor Matfield, on the line just to get his thoughts on what's happening at the Bulls at the moment. Vic, good evening, and thank you very much for taking our call on SAFM tonight, sir. Hello, guys. It's nice to be with you guys. Thanks. I guess you're still a bull, a bull at heart. Should I say congratulations? Yes. <laughs> no, we were very happy on Saturday. Uh, first time in 12 years uh, that the one the Bulls brought back the Curry Cup. So um, we love the Curry Cup. Uh, it's been part of our history. So, um, yeah, it's great that it's back at Loftus. And is it still some, do you think it's still, it's still a special trophy to win for the players, Vic? I had Jake White talking about it, saying that a lot of top players have never won the Curry Cup. So for him, it's a big thing. Yes, definitely. And I think also uh, for the Springboks to get the opportunity, a lot of the time they can't play in the Curry Cup. Um, and it's great to see all the Springboks playing in the Curry Cup as well. To have a guy like Dwayne Vermeil and Mukanya Am, Subunochi, uh, all, all these guys playing in the Curry Cup finals. So, um, yeah, no, it's, I think it's a special year. Uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, all the teams went through um, difficult times as well. So, um yeah, no, the Curry Cup will always stay special. And there was a weather delay in this final and then there was extra time. Was it an exciting cup final or a nerve-wracking one for you, Vic? Yeah, the nerves was up at the end. <laughs> uh, I thought the Sharks had opportunities to take it away from the Bulls. Um, I thought when they were three points here, they got those two penalties uh, on the 22-meter line where I thought they should have gone for balls uh, where they went for a touch and they didn't get points. Uh, that six points could have put it out of reach for the Bulls. Um, yeah, but the Bulls showed great character. Uh, we've seen it throughout the year uh, when they beat Province with 14 men in Cape Town, uh, even in the semi-final when they all of a sudden they uh, the Lions scored two tries just after halftime had all their momentum and the Bulls just pulled it back. So. Um, yeah, well done to Jake and Dwayne uh, to keep the guys calm and when they're under pressure, we know they can perform. And overall, Victor Madfield, what, what has Jake White done right since arriving at the Bulls? What's impressed you the most or what stood out for you with uh, the Bulls under Jake White? No, I don't think it's just Jake White. You you have to go have a look at what happened with the Bulls over the last two years. Mm. Uh, firstly, they got... In, um, New shelters in 
Derby. I think with that in mind, uh, they had the uh, backing to get a guy like Jake. And I mean, Jake were very fortunate to have their backing so that he can get the right players as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's a lot of changes. The Bulls had a, got a new CEO as well. So there's been a lot of changes. But I think the big thing about Jake is he knows exactly how to put a team together. And then, uh, yeah, he drives standards. Uh he won't be happy with anything and certain standards that he wants within a squad. And um, he'll always drive that. And uh, he won't be very soft on that. He'll make sure uh, all the players deliver. For you, Dupree is also back. Can you see the differences made with an Ivan van Sel, for example? Yeah, I think he had a big influence. Um, I think it's probably the best Ivan played in a very long time this year. Uh, he was a threat himself. Every time he ran for the ball... Uh, he created opportunities for the guys on the outside as well. So uh, I think it's great that Jay got Pui um, back in there. Uh, he only goes in for like 20 minutes a week, but he only works with the nines. But I mean, uh, all the knowledge he's got um, to give that over to Ivan and hopefully to Ambrose as well in the future uh, will do great for the Bulls. That's awesome. And we've got a voice note here. If you've just joined us, we're just catching up with Victor Matfield getting his thoughts on the Bulls winning the Curry Cup after winning the Super Rugby Unlocked. And we've got a voice note that's come through on 0614104107. Good evening uh, to uh, the legend Victor Matfield at Celebra here. Um, Well, a lot of of people and me personally, I still expect, uh, well, I must say I expected uh, Dwayne Vermeulen to retire after the British and Irish Alliance tour to South Africa. Um, but from his interviews in different sport publications, he's still hungry. Uh, so, Victor, do you see maybe another World Cup in, in Dwayne Vermeulen? Because the way he's going, I don't see him retiring. I really don't see him retiring. By the way, congratulations to the Blue Bulls. Thank you very much. It's Libra here. Thanks, Libra. Vic, how long do you see Dwayne going for? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, if you look at the way he's playing, he can go definitely another two years to the next World Cup. Um, it all depends on him. Uh, I think if he's keen and he still wants to work hard, he'll probably be able to. I know he's got a dodgy knee that he needs to look after all the time, but um, yeah, I think he can do it. Uh, it just all depends on uh, where you want to go, uh, what his future is. Also, his family is staying in Cape Town. He's up here. Does he want to do that for another two years? Uh, it's not always easy being away from your family. So, um, But it will always be great to see Dwayne. I think just um, with him being there, he just brings a calmness. He brings a hard edge that few players can bring to a game. So it's always great to have Dwayne in your pack. Another one that's uh, made a difference seems to be a modern Stain. How crucial has he been for the Bulls since he came back, in your opinion, Victor? Yeah, Warner has been great. Uh, I thought, especially in the beginning, Super Rugby Unlocked, he really played well. Um, and yeah, I think if you look at the guy like Chris Smith, how he has uh, developed throughout the year, you can definitely take that to Warner and the input he's got on a play like Chris Smith, even a Cornell Hendricks. Cornell was fantastic at 12. I mean, he's got a Mornay there that can help him, that can communicate with him. So, um, yeah, I think the two of them next to each other uh, did really well. And, 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 and Victor, as we move along now, Jake White won Super Rugby Unlocked, also won Curry Cup. Do you think the expectations will increase now, considering also the backing, the financial backing that you touched on earlier? 
Yeah, I think the expectations will be very high. Uh, it's going to get diff- more difficult. I think uh, once they go to go play up in Europe, uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, most of those teams got very big budgets, so they've got very good teams. So, um, yeah, that's going to be the real test. So um, we'll have to wait and see, but I- I'm sure they can't wait uh, for that challenge. And just finally, your thoughts on the lock pairing we saw in the final? It was uh, Sintu Manjezi and Ruan Norkia. Yeah, Ruan is doing really well. Uh, he, he's grown so much throughout this year. Um, so he can be very happy with the way he played. Um, also, with I think the combination is working where you've got the bigger, stronger guy and you've got the skinnier guy calling the lineouts a bit more mobile. So it's all about combinations. Last question. Some people have raised concerns about the quality of the rugby since we returned from that COVID break. Do you agree that it's dropped or is it understandable because of the situation that we are in? Yeah, it's difficult because the guys are, um, they can't train as much. I was, on Saturday, I didn't think it was the best rugby. Um, both teams just played to win the game. But um, yeah, I would like to see a bit more uh, continuity, a little bit more ball in hand, uh, guys looking to play off turnovers, looking for opportunities. There's a lot of uh, stop-start at the moment, all the games actually. Uh, there's not a lot of fluency in the games, but um, yeah, hopefully once they get to train more, they can fix that. Okay, Victor, thank you very much for giving us a few minutes of your time tonight. We really appreciate your insight. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Sir. Thank you. The legend himself, Victor Metfield, there, uh, talking to us about uh, the Bulls, whoever won the Curry Cup. We did try to get hold of the Bulls, but you can understand the party's probably still going on there in Twane. I hope they're social distancing and respecting COVID-19 protocols. And hopefully when they finished all the champagne then, or what is it? Is it not champagne? Is it brandy and coke there in Pretoria? So when they finish that, then maybe they'll be able to speak to us sometime this week.